Hey everybody, this is your boy L Train, the King of the North. Today's episode, not to get too carried away, you know, I just want to briefly talk about mental health. And before I get too deep into the mental health, I want to thank my uh, friend Unknown, my homeboy, and I also want to thank my girlfriend Amber. Uh, I want to thank my friend Kit Kat and her husband Jason. Uh, And I want to give a shout out to my friend Jerome. Um, I know that there's more people to thank, but um, I just want to acknowledge, you know, those people for now. Uh, Give them a special thanks. And I also want to thank, or not thank necessarily, but congratulate my girlfriend Amber's mom Marsha on her retirement so she's retired now and I don't know what that that always entails different things for everybody when they retire it's like some people retire just to get another job and go back to work and some people retire and they're actually lazy for the first time in their life so Congratulations to Marsha on your retirement, and, you know, I hope you have fun. So, on to today's subject, mental health. Mental health is near and dear to me from the standpoint is of, I went through my own struggles in life, and I know stuff can start to break you down mentally, physically, and emotionally, and then your self-esteem is gone, and you're just not thinking highly of yourself no more, and from there, other stuff starts to go wrong. So, it's one of these things in life where we really need to, truly need to take it seriously. I mean, people go in for a 72-hour hole, they can play the game. They don't want to be there. They're probably not going to deal with whatever program people want them to do anyway. They want to get the hell out of the mental health facility. They're going to tell them what they want to hear, and they're getting the hell out in three days. Most people that's trying to play the game. And I'm, I'm sure the mental health professionals understand the loopholes and understand people don't want to be there. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that need help that do get to some of these places, but they don't want to be there. And now you got a real mess on your hand. Which kind of takes me to my my book, in a way. I got a book coming out. It's not ready yet, but it will be ready at at a certain point. Called Idealistic Dreamer, his love for her, and she never knew. And my character likes this girl from another neighborhood, but the neighborhoods are controlled by gangs, and it's a rival gang in each neighborhood. But she doesn't know he likes her. 
So he writes everything in his journal, how he feels about her. Now, if the gang in his neighborhood found that out, he knows it'd be a bad day. Not to mention, my character gets help by one of the gang members from one of the neighborhood bullies. The gang member took care of the bully for him, so he technically owes the gang favors. Not a good predicament to be in. On one hand, you're done getting your ass kicked, but on another hand, you know, you gotta do stuff for the gang now because they stop you from getting a beat down every day is the way I wrote the book. But the character is also suffering from just self-esteem issues, uh, anxieties, just that and the other thing. There's a lot of mental health stuff going on. Plus, you know, growing up and living in that environment. And his great escape is to hide write in his diary about a life with this girl that doesn't know how he feels about her. And when I thought of that, I write a lot of poetry and I thought of that one night in the middle of the night many years ago. I've been working on that project ever since. It just kind of funny how that came to me and now way down the road I didn't realize like wow you know this kind of has like a mental health spin to it too where I can kind of push people to make sure mental health awareness is um, constantly getting pushed out there because you never know what people are going through in life and it just you know, some people could be in some sad places mentally. And with the group of friends that I mentioned at the start of this, it was really great that, you know, they came into my life when they did. Or having them in my life all the time. Because, you know, when you're mentally broken... It, it takes, you know, some friends and professionals to give you that lifeline. And I also want to thank my therapist, well, Colleen, for helping me. I mean, I'm really thankful for her. She's also been a lifeline for me, just doing, going through my bad times, the sadness, you know, the misery times. The times where you just, you know, sometimes you have them days like, man, if I stop trying and just give up. But when you got good people around you and keeping you motivated, keeping you fired up, giving you those lifelines. I mean, obviously you got to believe in yourself, but it's nice when you got people around you that's holding you accountable like hey come on fight through this we can be here for you but you're the one got to fight yeah it that's kind of the tough love I got you know from my own family like hey we can't take your pain away 
but we can be here for you. And I guess that's what I was kind of upset about when I was going through my dark days of why isn't nobody taking this pain away? And I realized that it was me hanging on to that pain was causing most of the pain. And I had to separate myself from those people that weren't good for me or my mental health. And I think that's a a lot of mistakes that are made out there is, you know, we have the wrong people in our lives. We're in a relationship with the wrong people. And when you get those people out of your life, and those are tough decisions, because you might really care about those people or that person. And you got to make a decision, you know, keep them in your life and stay miserable or move on and become happy. And those are tough decisions. And then that person feels betrayed. And I've been on both ends of, of that podium. So I just want to let everybody know that if you see something ain't right with a person in your life, you know, try to talk to them, figure out where their head is. But if you're not a professional, don't try to do stuff that professionals are doing. You're not board certified. Just be the friend and let the professionals be the professionals. Because that's another thing where you got people trying to help you. You know, when, when I was going through my hard time, there were some people who wanted to help me. But I didn't necessarily want to be hugged. I didn't want people hugging me. It's like, okay, man, I know you're helping me. I know you're trying to help me. But please give me my space. I didn't necessarily know how to tell them that because I didn't want to lose the little bit of support I did have. But sometimes it's just like, hey, talk to people. Hey, ask them. Hey, do you want a hug? You know, can I give you a hug? Is that okay? Can I? Because when you're just doing stuff that you think is the right thing to do, sometimes that could be overloading the hell out of the person and making them anxieties and depressions and all the other symptoms that they're dealing with, low self-esteem, this, that, and the other thing, that could be making that a whole lot worse, even though you're really, you really love and care about this person that you're trying to help. You know, I just say, tell everybody, just, just, just be my friend. All the professional help I need, that's why I'm seeking professional help. I just need you to be my friend. I don't need you to try and play the role of friend and professional. That's what I expect out of people I have in my my circle. Just be my friend. I already got a parent. My dad ain't no longer here. May he rest in peace. I got a mama. She's still here. I got a couple, a grandmama that's still here. So I just need everybody in my circle when I'm not having a good day to just be who you are. Be that friend that I need. Not that part-time professional that I don't need. I got a full-time professional. That's her job. So with that being said, I want to thank y'all for your time. This is your boy, L Train, the king of the north. This is my mental health episode. And... There will be more where this came from because, like I said, mental health is a big deal. Make sure the people around you, and sometimes people keep secrets. People tell you what you want to hear so you can go away. 
but just let people know you're there for them. And, and, and everybody got to realize that your happiness in this world starts with you. Because everybody else could be jealous of you. They see you doing good in life and now they want to act funny. But just remember, your happiness starts with you, not with nobody else. My happiness starts with me. It's good to have positive people around me, but they're not in charge of my happiness. I realize that my happiness has to start with me, even if the whole world was against me, and that's not a good feeling. I still got to be happy with me. Because when people aren't happy with themselves, when you're not happy with you, that's when the style starts to unravel. And I'm, like I say, I've been on the other side of that. So stay safe. Take care of yourself men- mentally, physically, and emotionally. And this is your boy L Train, the King of the North. I'm signing out. Love, peace, and happiness, y'all. I'm out.